Yeah. It's that money boy. Yeah. This is the Hawthorne effect. Whatever you track in your measure, your previous performance by 10 to 20%. So for right now, us, for right now and forever, in sports betting, we're around 60%, 52.5% break even. Uh, 59%, you can live in Vegas. So we're at 60%. We're a little bit better than that. And I always remember this guy, great looking guy. He was a mix between Tarzan and The Rock. His wife was a mix between Rekha Welch and Sophia Loren. He lived in a $3 million house in a canal, headed to the Gulf in Florida. And he was in the Greek mafia. But you never could tell. He owned like five dealerships. And I was at the gym saying, you have to torture yourself if somebody else won't torture you. And he picked it up. He said, oh, I'm going to tell my sales guys that. And he comes back and then he pays for the gym for a year for me. He's like, yeah, I told my sales rep that, what you said. You got to torture yourself if somebody else doesn't. And we broke sales records. That's the truth. You have to bottom line yourself. You have to be honest with yourself so you don't become delusional. Especially with sports betting, with NFL betting, college football betting. You have to look at what the truth is. You got to have a process to get to the truth. And sometimes you have to humiliate yourself. You have to be ashamed. You have to feel the pain of making bad decisions, especially when you know how to make good decisions. And you kind of nip depression in the butt because part of the pressure is self-hate, self-sabotage. Are you self-sabotaging yourself with your thinking? And it all wraps around the bow the mental health aspects of sports betting and NFL bank to make money consistently and then not have survival guilt, not feel ashamed that you're making all this money betting on games, which you might not be able to do forever. So we So to that end, last couple of weeks I haven't published a podcast, even though I've done the Hawthorne Effect, because things have been completely nuts. But we'll get back on the regular schedule doing this every week. Uh, it was slight profit after having big profit week after week. Now we want to get back to this week getting big profit, but you cannot do that unless you torture yourself, right? Father knows best, right? We're not supposed to get anything wrong. We're supposed to be perfect. That's not realistic. So you have to you learn more from the bets you got wrong than the bets you got right. So you got to find out the whys deep into it. And that's how you make the most money in sports betting. So let's look at the first game I got wrong. And it's the Saints minus one under 40. Uh, the Jaguars ended up making it a shootout. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is still very flawed. You got to do your research. So I researched the Saints and Chris Olave and uh, Derek Carr not getting along. And who cares personally, but they're not getting along on the field. Chris Olave, young kid, has had everything handed to him. Uh, you know, 
through the grapevine, I heard that he got into a DUI situation. The cops changed it to speeding in the paper to have this other stuff. So because of their miscommunication is the reason I got wrong the minus one under 40. Now, am I going to blame those guys? No. I have to do my research. Remember, you got the bet wrong because you did not do enough research. So in the Hawthorne effect, what we look at is a pick bad luck or bad pick. That pick is not following the top 10 rules of betting. Knowing what to do and not doing it is not knowing what you're doing. Bottom line. And this is about money. And you got to make profit every each and every week. So the Saints minus one should have done more research. It was bad pick. And remember, the highest level of probability theory is 80%. All right? So you can get up to 80% of your bets right. And there's always going to be that 20% luck factor. So you have to differentiate between bad pick and bad luck. All right. So the Saints minus one under 40. It ended up being a shootout in a dome game. Again, uh, more time thinking it through. You're in a dome stadium. They're going to be able to hit kicks at this point in the season. All right. So uh, bad pick all the way around. Saints minus 40, the minus one under 40. It ended up being the opposite of this. Then you have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at home against the Atlanta Falcons in the heat. We had the Bucks money line over 38. Uh, the the Bucks money line was bad luck, right? They they did everything they had to do to win that football game. And they had it right there. The defense played lights out. Desmond Ritter was Desmond Ritter, what we predicted him to be. He turned over the ball three times. Atlanta can run. And Tampa Bay can't. But Tampa Bay was right there. You figure with, in the heat, 100 uh, degree temperatures, you would surmise that Baker Mayfield, and he did take off and run, would, uh, he would tire out those Atlanta Falcons defensive linemen. And they should have the win. They did. Uh, they they should have gotten done. They had uh, Godwin. You have Evans, and their team was right there for it. They're a professional team, so I don't feel bad about that pick at all. I'll put it in the twenty percent bad luck. The over thirty-eight. Thinking about it, uh, Atlanta can run. They cannot throw. The Bucks can't throw, and they can't run. <laughs> so the over thirty-eight was a bad pick. So you got to acknowledge when you make a bad pick, you have to process that. Are you thinking in the past? Have you changed your thinking pattern to what's going on today? What have you done for me lately? Right? That's all that matters. Who cares what you did in the past? Nobody gives a shit or a fuck of what you did in the past. They want to know what it is you can do for me now. What money are you making for me now? All right? Next game we're going to look at is the Chicago Bears against the Raiders. Again, this was kind of split. We got the Bears plus three. That was a great pick. Picking a downtrodden team at home. Crisis weekend. There's a new war. You got to give those 
Chicago Bear fans paying $100,000 for sweets. You got to give them some hope. And you got to give them some hopes to buy uh, seat licenses for the new stadium. So you knew what was going to go down. You got ahead of it. And that's one of the reasons that we made a slight profit this week. All right. So Chicago Bears plus three under 38. I don't feel bad about that pick. Uh, the Raiders have a pathetic offense with a backup quarterback, and the Bears are pathetic too. So the, the big uh, controversy and a big argument in sports betting has always been, can you predict turnovers? Uh, my answer to that is no. That's completely in the 20% luck factor category. You cannot predict turnovers because there really never should be a turnover. These guys, that's all they do is, is uh, train so you should never be able to knock the ball out of the running back. Running back shouldn't drop it. Professional quarterback shouldn't be throwing pick sixes, uh, you know, every five minutes. So this game went over on turnovers. Uh, nine out of ten times this game goes under. Both pathetic uh, POS offenses. All right, let's look at the Cleveland Clowns against the Colts. Colts at home. We got it right. Plus two Colts. Uh Darnie Minshew, I think, is a great quarterback. Man, this game was a crazy, ridiculous uh, over game. And the reason it is because both teams are cheap teams with criminal owners who do not want to pay for backups. So the game got out of control with special teams, and it's happened faster. As crazy as you might think I am, the money is green. And it is a scientific certainty right that you need five years to track something to know what it does so what does covid do to your cardiovascular system right uh this game went over because earlier than normal both teams are worn down and crazy special thing things happen defenses are completely laid down so we got to investigate the factors. Why are teams quitting? And why are they wearing down faster than what they have in the past? Last year, they wore down faster than the year before. And this year, this game, the Colts and the Browns, if you watch it, it went over because they were worn down. So on the 39, we should have factored that in sooner than what we did, but we'll be ready next week to factor that in. Now, this game, I got completely, totally wrong. And one of the biggest uh, factors, besides admitting and feeling the pain, the humiliation, right, of your losses, feeling it, really feeling it, so you don't do it again. You find out the whys. It's not listening. You listen to understand. You do not listen to argue, right? You turn off the movie that's going inside your head, and focus on what the person is saying and don't think about what you're going to say. You already know what you're going to say. All right. Listen to what the other person is saying. And I didn't listen to one of my sources on the Lions. The Lions plus three under 42 against the Ravens. Bad pick all the way around. Uh, game went over slightly. Two running teams, two teams that are under teams. Don't feel as bad about 
the total as I do about the side. I think the total was a little bit of bad luck. Uh, but the side was completely uh, mean, you know, managing my time better, focusing, right? To get all these picks right and have more money in my pocket for vacation and the holidays, all right? So lesson learned. Or is it, I'm in the process of learning that lesson. I need to maintain that lesson. And uh, I'll do a video on Motivational Monday on how exactly to change. Because, you know, there's pre-contemplation. There's contemplation. There's action, right? But within the action, you have to be consistent action and maintain it. So I'm in the maintaining phase of that. So I'm consistent and have more money in my pocket. I'm proud of this Patriots pick plus nine. I was all over it for the right reasons. The under 42 is me living in the past because you have an old coach who lives in the past. But he learned a lesson. Good for him, Belichick. Belichick opened up the game plan and got in a mini shootout with the Bills and got it over. So that was my mistake there. I was living in the past. Belichick alone. I should have said, okay, Belichick, Back to a corner, he's going to have to open up the game plan a little bit at home and not lose the division game to the Bills. Over 42. 45 is the average, NFL average. So 42, it was low in this situation. Should have known that. Uh, again, this this game, it was like the Bucks game. It's like, what possessed me to go over to 39 with the Giants and the Lord Commanders? Two pathetic Football teams, the commanders will start being good with Josh Harris, the new owner, but the old mafia owner who got kicked out of the league left them with nothing this year. Uh, and then, man, D ball, all he can do is plus one backup quarterback, Tyron Taylor. Uh, no way this game is going over. So that was a bad pick. Giants plus two, but I did listen. So I need to be more consistent listening. I should have listened on the lines, but I did listen to Melissa. She saved us uh, plus 120 money line, made us money. The money line pick of the week that created a profit. And otherwise, even week. Next game uh, that we got wrong, that maybe perhaps we should have gotten right, is the Cardinals plus eight. I saw on Sunday somewhere where it went uh, plus 10 and double digit dogs in the division cover almost 80 percent of the time you do not bet it blindly you don't bet anything blind but uh, it was plus eight and i recommended the plus eight i thought the plus eight would cover in this situation they lose by 10 i would say that's bad luck versus bad pick uh the game went exactly the way we thought it was going to be i went under the 45 the total so i am um not too upset about that pick all right the next pick, I only got two more wrong, which I'm proud of. We finished out sweeping Sunday night and Monday night. Eagles minus two, under 52 and a half, all over that. We knew that the refs were going to be biased towards the Eagles, and we told you, and we nailed that pick. And then home dog, Monday night football, covers 70% of the time. For the Chargers, I would, it's between bad pick, bad luck. Uh, there was a lot of bias by the refs in this for the Kansas City and the Eagles. To sell season tickets and you know, prices start World War Three. Got to be careful. <laughs> so, you the whole refs were going to be biased. So, 
the Chargers were really one play away from plus seven, but then it would have been over the 40, 48 points, which we pushed. Uh, learning opportunity that I get. Not too upset about it. We kind of were on it. Right. One play away from cover. But moving forward, you know, the lines are tighter, right? You know, the teams have made adjustments. You got to differentiate and you got to make an analysis who is going to make plays late in the game, right? And I'll put my money in Justin Herb. He's done it many, many times. He just needs a little help, a little protection. And there was a lot of drop balls with the charging receivers that they normally do not do. All right. Packers minus one at Denver. Denver has the highest winning percentage in NFL history at home. They were 0-3 going to this game. You had to think it was going to be a reverse to me. And I know I, it's in my mind, right? But I don't know it. Because to know and not to do is not to know. And I went with the Packers when I should have gone with the Broncos. So I need to learn it. Right? I need to wake up and learn. Even though, you know, very respected guy around the country said I'm, you know, the top sports betting guy in the country. Uh, I appreciate that. Right? You got to have gratitude that somebody will say something like that. So I'm very appreciative of that. But you got to torture yourself. You got to be real. Keep it real with yourself. Right? Keep it real with yourself so you don't come delusional. You're not like uh, Jim Jordan in Congress who thinks he's going to get speakership and he gets embarrassed on national TV three times because he doesn't have good people around him and he's not doing his self-analysis. Do not make that mistake to embarrass himself. is The worst is the family seeing this embarrassment. A completely delusional guy on national TV embarrassing himself. With no less of Congress when it's the start of World War III. But I digress, right? Uh, to know and not to do is not to know. So when we're, you know, and I'll put it on the podcast notes exactly what return to the mean is and what it does and how you can make money do with using reverse, you know, return to the mean or reverse to the mean in your sports betting life. So all this information is going to make you money, maybe get you out of a jam, make you more happy, make you more fulfilled watching games. It's all free. And like Winston Churchill said, we make a living from your labor, but we make a life for what you give. Thank you for listening to the ESPC Sports Betting Podcast Network.